Welcome to our Arnie's birthday Zoom, and this is a familiar face, a national championship level face. Uh, not as a player, she got there twice, one at once, came within about an eyelash of winning it a second time in one of the a great era of Purdue women's basketball. Kelly Camara joins us. Uh, it's her birthday, and that's always a big day. She's got nothing else going on in her world, like coaching, she's moving, she's getting, getting back, transitioned back to uh, this great community in, in West Lafayette, but welcome to uh, the Arnie's birthday Zoom. I know it's a highlight for you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. This is this is a this is a cool thing to do. I appreciate you having me on, and you know, you don't turn forty three very often, so it's a it's a good way to spend my my birthday. You know what? As they always say, forty threes, it everything beats the alternative, and it's you're in my eyes, you're really young. So that's a good. <laughs> All right. Well, tell me about uh, growing up. I always ask this question about, you know, you probably I'm going to guess was we're doing a lot of AAU basketball. Well, it, yeah, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff on your birthday, at least in your high school days. But talk, tell me about what what were the what were the family traditions in terms of. Uh, what you did growing up or what you do now in terms yeah. of your birthday there's there's quite a few a, a little a little change as the years have gone on so early on um I was in more travel softball yeah oh so yeah that's big, right big travel softball um summertime was dedicated to traveling on over for softball and because the weekends typically were you know you're out there playing softball because father's day and my birthday were very close all yeah. the time we would kind of have a collective, my, you know, my father, we would celebrate Father's Day, my birthday. Um, we both like chocolate, big chocolate <laughs> people. So my dad's favorite cake is chocolate cake with chocolate icing with chocolate chips, right? Yeah. Like, don't skimp on the chocolate. Um, and so I kind of grew up with, with the tradition of celebrating my birthday um, alongside Father's Day for, for my father. Um, and that was kind of growing up, transition more to high school and even into college, it was camp. So yeah. all, you know, even like our Purdue camps and things were always run in June. Um, and so I never got to bring cupcakes to like school because we're always yeah. out of school. So I never got to do that, but always got a chance to have a camp or um, a, a large group of people get to sing happy birthday to me. So that was, that was always pretty cool having a summer birthday and celebrating it with a hundred of, of your favorite basketball friends. So it's, it was pretty neat. Yeah, I'm going to say the Kelly Camara I know, I bet you had friends that like to be in your presence. So that, <laughs> that, part, that part's a good thing. All right, I'm mean, curious now, that softball, basketball tradition, growing, or, or that decision, was your first love softball or for always first love basketball? How did that when you were growing up? Yeah, so I, I played softball first and um, my mother actually, her maiden name is Blaze. Mm -hmm. And she was a pitcher back in the day and she played semi-pro and they called her Fireball Blaze. Yeah. That was her nickname. So she was really good at softball. Um, my dad coached softball for a long time. My grandfather, Hugh Blaze, back in the region, he actually started a league for girls softball. So we've been ingrained in, in softball since I was basically born. Um, I'll never forget the, the story that my parents told me was took me to softball practice for the first time ever as a kid. And, you know, as parents, and now I know this as yeah. a parent, kind of, yeah. I, I get it more now. They turned around after practice in the car and they said, Kelly, you know, how, how was it? How was your first practice? And I said, 
it was the best day of my life. And they both <laughs> high-fived and were like, yeah, we got an athlete. So yeah. you know, from that moment on, um, you know, whether it was softball, basketball, uh, I knew I loved organized sports, but my first love was, was softball. Yeah, toughness, competitiveness, playing with a smiling flair, but not always smiling because you got you got after it. Where did that, how are you going to, you know, and you've been doing it as a coach mm -hmm. at other stops, but what, you've got a young team this year and, and a team, though, that has seen now where it can go. I mean, it, it, it's gotten to the tournament. Uh, and now, as, as you know, more than anybody, then all the expectations just even get more. What do you, what do you, when you coach hard to coach effort, they always say, but toughness and, and grit is what gets you places in college basketball. Uh, how are you going to bring that to, to your kids there? How, how, how do you bring that to your yeah. kids as you have over the years? That's a great question. And I think, you know, anybody that is in coaching will tell you it's really, really hard if you have to coach motivation. Yeah. If all you're doing is come on, you got this, let's go. You're taking away from the moments of actually teaching and yeah. getting your players better. Um, I think something that I've, I've done throughout my career as a coach is if I want my players, if we want our players to have high energy, to enjoy what they're doing, then we have to set that example. Yeah. And I think if, if you come into the gym as a coach and, hey, y'all, how you doing? You know, and, and you, you're dragging your wagon. Well, so are they. I mean, they're, yeah. they're not going to they're going to go, oh, man, I guess we can just kind of hang out today. I really think it starts with us. Um, you know, as, as a parent, it's the same way your kids will role model the way you are. And if you have high energy and you're positive and, you know, I, I think that trickles down. So, um, you know, as a player, I was that same way. Uh, I didn't want anybody to ever outwork me. Wasn't the greatest athlete. I wasn't, you know, the fastest, the tallest, but boy, if there was a loose ball, I was going to get it. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the way that I coach is very similar in my guards and I try and teach them you know, we may not be the most skilled team, we may not be the most athletic team, but darn it, we're going to be the hardest working and we're going to have people fear us when we play. That's what I'd like people to say about Purdue is, man, we hate playing them. They're really tough to play. All right, Katie, Gerald, she's just a couple of years younger than you. And yet you, as your role as associate head coach, complement with an E, you really want to work, you're going to work together. Talk about working with coach Gerald's and what that's going to be like and how, how not only those, you know, you've got a couple of new, other new staff members as right. well, that it's all going to blend together. What's, what's the, what's the, the, the key to that working as well as you'd like it to work. Yeah. I think anytime you bring new um, with people that have been here or just a bunch of new faces, I think communication is the most important thing. Um, I think what, what, Katie Gerald does such a great job of is you never have to guess what she's thinking. You never have to go, gosh, I wonder if, you know, it, she's very transparent. Yeah. And I think players appreciate that. You know, back in the day, your coach used to tell you, hey, Kelly, run through that wall. And you'd be like, absolutely, which one? Yeah. And nowadays they're like, why? You know, why yeah. am I running oh, through that wall? Changed, so yes. Yeah, it's it's changed. And, and you know what? That's fine. That We just have to adapt to that. And I think that what Katie has done here is she's really you know, it's kind of cliche, but she's a player's coach, yeah. right? They feel like they can come to her and talk to her about not just things on the court, off the court, um, has a little bit calmer of a demeanor than I do. Um, a little bit more chill, <laughs> a little bit more laid back. Um, I'm a little bit more go get them, yeah. uh, kind of feisty and out there. And I think our games were, were pretty similar in that respect that yeah. she was a little bit 
smoother and kind of a little bit, uh, you know, um, kind of a not slower in a sense, but just kind of a little bit cooler than I was. Yeah. I was just more rough and tough and trying to get the job done the best way I could. So I think a collection of, of her personality and the way that she coaches and my personality really kind of blended together to make kind of the perfect storm. Yeah, no doubt. All right. You came in and made instant impact. I can remember that Tennessee game, still one of the great, uh, great events in Mackey Arena history. And, and when you took it to to the Vols that after that Sunday afternoon. Talk about it's it's a young players game and, and in, the, in the wonderful world, the transfer portal and everything else. Uh, yeah. You know, the, you need kids to make impact. You've got some newcomers coming in, but talk about what that was like for you. And I know it was just a couple of years ago when that happened, but it's still the same. You know, you came into a very talented situation, a lot of competition, high expectation, but how do you, right. how do you teach that message to them? Because it just seems to even be now be even more of a young players game of making an impact and, and, and getting the, the young, young kids yeah. making an impact early. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that, that we try and preach is you got to be ready so you don't have to get ready. Right. Yeah. And so I think as, as a freshman coming into that team with Stephanie White and Yukari Figs, and we were expected to do so many great things. I knew preparing myself for that season, I couldn't take my time. I couldn't wait till December, you know, to start figuring things out or, or start working hard or being kind of back in the shadows of, of just watching. And I think we try and speak to that towards our freshmen and, and even our transfers of, don't wait, don't wait to be great. Like time is precious. And if, if you want to play and if you want to get minutes on the court, what are you saving it for? And yeah. I think that's kind of how I was when I came in and I mean, shoot, I, Alan, I was seven seconds into the game and I <laughs> shot my first three and, you know, yeah, she did. History. <laughs> you know, but that's the thing I was ready and I didn't hesitate. And I think that's, if I can say anything to transfers, freshmen, even young coaches that are coming up, like, don't wait to be great. Yeah. Go, go, go take it by the horns and, and, and go do what you've been training for all your life. Yeah. All right. Two more questions. Winning the national championship your freshman year, coming in within a, a half a bounce or however term you want to use, Katie Douglas just shot at the end. Which, and, and now you have, you know, you've got the, the, 20 years or so in, in the rearview mirror, what did you learn? Did, what did you learn from each or did you learn more by losing? Did you learn more by winning? What, to, what is your takeaway from those two very great, great experiences, both of them uh, slightly different at the end? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been asked that before. It's a great, it's a great way to put it because I do feel like I learned more from the loss in 2001 than I actually did from the win in 99. When you're a freshman and yeah. everybody knows kind of how this is, everything is moving so fast. Everything is fast. And, you know, even the season went by fast and then we go to the final four and that went by fast. And all of a sudden you're, you know, you're a sophomore and you're like, where did that year go? Um, when we made it to the final four, my junior year, I vividly remember stopping for a second and thinking, just enjoy it. Like yeah. close your eyes every once in a while when you're in the the final four and and really, you know, engulf yourself in these memories because this is two out of what then was three years you're in college and you get to do it. it yeah. And it's it's really hard. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you don't realize how hard it is, but and I think 
losing to Notre Dame by two points my junior year um, taught me taught me really two things. One, make sure you cherish every minute because yeah. you just don't know when it's not going to happen again. And the other thing was um, I, I played much better with a chip on my shoulder yeah. than than I did feeling like I was the best player in the world. So for me and the way that I played, and that's not for everybody. I think people like Stephanie White and maybe Katie Douglas played better, um, you know, confident with more success. Yeah. And I almost played better with a little bit of chip on my shoulder because that's kind of the, the player that I was. So, you know, going into our senior year, um, you know, we weren't picked to win the big 10 and then we win it. We went in outright my senior year and, and, you know, we lost Katie Douglas and Camille Cooper yeah. and all those greats that were ahead of me. And they were like, oh, Purdue's not gonna, not gonna do much. You know, they lost a bunch of their guys. And, you know, what we did was we played with that chip on our shoulder yeah. and ended up my senior year went in the big 10 outright and we didn't have to share it with anybody. And it was one of those where it was just like, we just, we had a chip on our shoulder and we wanted to win. And I think I, I played better that way. I think I coached better that way. Um, I love success, but I love the hunt and the process of getting there. Well, when we post this on our site, I'm going to screenshot that cover. One of my favorite covers of Golden Black. I don't know if you remember, it's a picture of you with your tongue out after, I think it was about the last seconds of a game. Very, very complimentary picture to your, your beautiful face and all that, but it was perfect. <laughs> it was so you, but that part of it, uh, you definitely brought that competitive edge. Okay, now the Big Ten is a rough road to hoe. I mean, in this league now, Indiana, God forbid, but Indiana yeah, is really good. You know that. Michigan, Iowa, Ohio State, on down the line, and you guys are trying to get to that next level. Talk about not only the growth and, 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 and the Michelle Clark factor, that she wasn't the only factor, but the growth of women's basketball, getting back to, to the highest level. All this means exciting times. It means big challenges for Purdue to get to where it wants to get to. Yeah, you know, back then it was the Big Ten. Now it's yeah. the Big 12, 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, how many? How many 16 soon, yeah. Yeah, right. 16 soon. Um, you know, I think the overall sort of level of the league um, has changed quite a bit. You know, you used to have your three or four top teams and everybody else, yeah. you kind of would go in and go, oh, you know, we're, we're probably going to win this one. We don't have to play as hard. And it's just day in and day out that grind and, and every team can beat every team. And that's why the league is so good because there's such parity all across the board. Um, you know, I used done a really good job of, of building from the bottom up, their foundation, their culture is very good. Um, you know, you can tell their players care about each other. They get along. Yes, they've gotten a couple of transfers here or there, but the core and the essence of their team has really stayed together. And I think that's something that as we see, as we go along, the, the stronger your core can be and the more connected. I mean, we've got three sets of sisters. Yeah, that's a sisters yeah. on our roster. And you talk about connected and, and people that know each other inside and out, you know, I think, and that's something that, that Katie's done a really good job here is, um, you know, everybody wants to preach family and, oh, we're a family yeah. and all yeah. stuff, but we literally have three sets of sisters <laughs> on our roster. We, re we really are family. Um, and you have to build it from, from the ground up. There's no quick fixes. You can't go to the portal and get 12 kids and think you're going to, you're, you're going to have that type of culture. You may be successful one year, but long-term, that's just not how it is. And, you know, Purdue, we've prided ourselves on, on a couple of things. One is, is always outworking people. Yeah. 
very blue collar, hard nosed, tough, you know, even back to the Gene Cady eras of, yeah. of his, his teams and the Brian Cardinals and those guys that you think about just constantly on the floor with knee pads and sweating. And that's the essence of Purdue. And that's what we're going to bring back. And I think no matter how great the Big Ten gets, there will always be room for teams like Purdue that play really, really hard that will rise to the top. Yeah, well said, well said. All right, we're going to let you get back to moving day, but also camp month. And no, never, never a dull moment, but we're going to know as Purdue fans and folks that uh, uh, are excited about the resurgence of Purdue women's basketball back to the level uh, that it was uh, when you played. Uh, you're getting there, and that's the good thing for Purdue fans, that's for sure. Have a great birthday. Uh, I know this is this is old man's advice. You'll get five minutes to enjoy yourself. Take your own advice about 2001. Make sure you get a few minutes uh, uh, to, to take it all in. It's a special day. So thanks so much for sharing a little bit of, with us. Good luck, not only in the move, but uh, in all that uh, Coach Gerald brings your way this year and you bring her way. Uh, it'll be a fun year for Purdue basketball. It will. Boiler up. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.